We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Okay, we're live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast, Week 4 edition. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk Dees. Here with my two boys. First this week, I'm going to lead it off. I'm going to change it up a little bit here. Lead it off with the former Millie Maker winner, uh, MLB crusher this season. All-around big football guy, though, uh, goes as the Fantasy Bros, uh, Bobby Gomes DFS uh, on Twitter, at Bobby Gomes DFS. Bobby, what's going on? Welcome. Nothing. Happy to be here. Me and Kirky yesterday, we went over to Salvation Army, donated a little bit, so got good mojo going on for this week, so a little excited for uh, week four. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, that We did do that. We uh, I gave away a boatload of old clothes that I've just, I've never, like, never even been worn i don't think um but uh they were happy to get it and but i'm hoping to get some good karma uh from that um but we'll let that come naturally but and the other the man the myth the legend the man who started it all from a kid with a broom and a, a sweeping broom and a dream at the gym sweeping the floors just to get in then takes over the gym becomes a big entrepreneur multi-millionaire crossfit owner zumba instructor DFS Crusher, one of the best GPP minds in DFS. Uh, one of the co-owners, co-founders of, uh, you're one of them, uh, of Run Pure Sports, RPS. Uh, my boy, JSU Rab, what's going on? Yeah, I, you know, I've never done an actual Zumba class, but every time I hear you say it, it does make me laugh and go, what the hell is Zumba? I got to check that out sometime. So I, maybe I'll have to check out a Zumba class one day. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back on the show. Uh, interesting week three going into week four. And uh, honestly, too, we just had the Thursday night game and uh, I want to get the Tua takes out. I mean, like Tua takes, I, I got a, I got a very strong take about him and what the heck happened on Sunday, but he was concussed on Sunday, right? Everyone agrees on that. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I was happy he came back out cause I needed him. Yeah, no, see. Oh, so no, no, we, sorry. The week before, the sorry, the, the, the week before, yes. The week before. Yeah, we're talking about Sunday. He gets hurt. They yeah. they evaluate him. He comes back he out comes for the second back. half, which I needed. 
Yeah, because yeah, I had Miami money line. That was the bet. I, I gave it on the show, I think, too. It was my dog bet. I gave my, my my dog bets have hit every week so far. Miami money line came through. Thank you uh, for all the doctors who uh, cheated and let Tua come back in so I could win my bet on Sunday. But that was terrible. And the fact that they let him come back in that game was really bad. It was a bad look for the NFL. It was a bad look overall. And then they compound that with the next concussion, which was awful to see. And the fact that they kept showing him get hit his fingers, they kept showing it. Why did they keep showing it? Yeah, it was, it was I, tough to watch. I feel like, like my girl was like, "This is I can't watch this." She was like, I, "And she left the room." Yeah, I was. I, I, just I was don't thinking understand. like, yeah, I was. I think they kind of during the broadcast. I think they not addressing the situation like at, earlier on in the broadcast was kind of weird for me. Like, I maybe they had to get confirmation if they could basically talk about how he had been con- concussed the week previously. But then I think they handled it pretty well, basically going into it. And I mean, locked. I thought they handled it terribly no, by showing it a bra- thousand times. The NFL, the, like, there's no way he should be playing. Uh, no, but I'm saying they kept showing the replay of him getting thrown down and then him with his fingers, like, laying laying down, Bob. Like, we didn't oh, need to see no, that, like, multiple times. Like, afterwards, I forget who hit on it, but someone kind of hit on it, like, the whole situation, so... I don't know. In terms of like showing it, yeah, I probably wouldn't have kept showing it, but yeah, I just since don't you, understand. Yeah, it was terrible. But uh, since you gave a winner, I'm going to give a winner real quick to start the show because um, I'm going to be right after this show. I'm going to be driving to New Hampshire to go uh, to the, the the beautiful state line to the rest stop, pull over, and pump in a massive UFC bet for tomorrow. So everyone's going to be listening to this tomorrow. So this, this will still be a good bet before 4 p.m um saturday but uh it the line is steaming up i don't like the line it's been going up i should have hit it earlier but i just haven't been able to get out there but it's uh mike davis this dude is electric he's a animal on the feet but he shouldn't need to be on the feet against this guy who's a a borshoff is a technical kickboxer uh good striker but if he should be able to take this guy down at will and just control him the entire Tire match. There should be no, he should have no chance of losing if he has the right game plan. But even if he does stand down the feet, the guy's an electric animal either. He probably knocks him out. But this is a, this is a, this is a Kirk all in play. So we're going to drop the hammer tomorrow. Um, what, what's his name season. again? I got to make sure Mike, I get my bet in. Mike Davis. It's, he's all up right. to minus 199. So the, it's, it's chalk. Like it's, it's a, but he, it, it, there's still value there. He should, he should win this. All right, I'm in. I'm talent. I'm talent. I'm talent, Kirk D's. It's not a dog bet, Kirk, but that's okay. I'll yeah, no, no. I give them out. I give out. I give out plenty of dogs in UFC. Plus, trust me, I'm always looking for dogs. I'm just looking for the value play, regardless. I just want the winners. I'll take the better price. But the lines has been moving up, and it. I wish I got it earlier. It was way too low, definitely. But uh, anyways, it's 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 a winner, and I know you guys are on pure sports like winners, right? That's right. Uh, we, uh, I know uh, Big T was giving out winners. I think it was right after the Monday night game. He told everyone, bet the Bengals. Easy winner. Bengals won. I don't know if it was easy, but, it uh, easy. you know, it, it, it was a winner. That's all that matters, right, Kirk? At the end of the day, it's it's not 
how, how it gets done. It's all about the, the final score and the final score. Was winners win, right? Winner. That's all, that's that's all it. it is. Winners win. That's, that's all I know too. So yeah, that's a, and Tyreek's an animal. I mean, that's another thing. Like the guy is just a freak. Uh, that catch is it was insane. Oh my god! If he did, if he caught, I needed the, l- the last catch for him to bank showdown. It was only Yahoo, but it would have been seven thousand. Um, oh. He that that last catch, the throw was terrible. I just needed terrible. one freaking. I needed a half a point from Tyreek, and uh, yeah, it was it was sad. I mean, I, I okay. So anyway, let's talk about last week results. I I did terrible, but I had excuses. I had to go to a golf tournament for a friend that passed away, and like I was in traffic all day. I had no sleep going into Sunday. And, uh, I, I spent all morning like making rainmaker lineups, which probably only had like $20 of EV. And I left my Yahoo out to dry to last minute. And, uh, so I, I, but I had a good lineup. It just didn't, didn't work out. I, I, I want to know, I had, does DraftKings give you guys any bump backs for saying Rainmakers multiple times on this show? Like how, how much money do you guys get in kickbacks? Nothing, but Ag- John there? Aguilar is a good friend. So he, uh, he, he appreciates. You got to stay on his good side. There you go. Um, but uh, anyway, so no, but what it was, it was just stupidity of my part. So this week I get to sleep tomorrow night. Hopefully if my baby doesn't keep me up all night, and uh, come in fresh, and I, I'm going to crush this week. I did crush Showdown each week, each game, so I, like, almost made up for last Sunday. But anyways, how'd you guys do? Jesse, you want to go? I mean, I, I mean, I will go, but I, 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 I do want to just hit up the, the comment section from last <laughs> week because I, like, I do like engaging with the people. And I actually love when people give respectful um, – I don't. Even, I wouldn't even say criticism. They just like disagree, but it's it's respectful. You know what I mean. I don't like it when people are just like freaking out, like you guys stink or blah blah blah. You think this is gonna happen? Like no, Jerome here gives a respectful disagreement. He says, I, which I don't understand though, because I don't think I think it it was misconstrued what I actually said. But just to be clear, he says I think some of the high end running backs have higher ownership, you won't see the construction with two RB payups. You'll see a ton of double pay downs at running back yet last week. And he was right that you would see a ton of double pay downs. And the actual stud running back ownership was really low. And, and definitely the, the two stud payup builds were probably even lower um, in, in ownership when you look at it. So he wasn't wrong, and so I, I'm giving him credit for actually being wrong. But what I said was I would just prefer to be different within that same spend-down roster construction, and that's where I gave out the Corderell Pattersons. You have Devin Singletary. Josh Jacobs ended up being low-owned. These are guys that ended up on winning lineups. So I, hey, I'm I thought not I saying he was that. wrong. I'm just saying that that's what I said. Just to be clear, I didn't say that spending up for two RBs was not going to be different or low on. I just preferred not to to go that route, and that's where it was. So I'm still going to give Jerome his credit. I like that he he gave his thoughts. I, I think more people should give their thoughts. If you want, oh, I, I love thoughts, the comments. Once it yeah. goes up, I'm always like checking the comments. Shout out to Gator Nation who said this is coming one of his favorite DFS shows. Our boy Don Yeezy he always likes our content. Um, uh, Rob noticed uh, uh, Reggie peeking around yeah. the corner. 
my boy yep, solid picks gave my quote that I would roster head chopper at RB if he was on the slate <laughs> against the Jets. Uh, we might have another situation. I would. Like I that. would roster head chopper against yeah. the Jets. I'm in. I'm, I'm in with um, you, solid picks. Yeah. The, so, uh, I, yeah, please leave comments respectfully, hopefully. Uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, all but that. Uh, but guy, be respectful. Andrew, we're, all, we're all just here to try to win. You know but, what I mean? But That's my guy, I mean. Andrew, the last comment at the bottom. He was not happy about our Carson Wentz uh, hate, I guess you would say. So would you guess where you you would think he's probably somewhere in the D.C. area, wouldn't you think? I would say so. Remember that guy, Big Easy? He used to do the same thing with Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we started the show. Yeah, he was a nice guy, though, Big Easy. He was a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually, we remember. That's how you remember people. I will just say that that game was – about as bad as you can look for Carson Wentz, the old line, just the complete offense. And it was a total domination. The score doesn't even do it justice because the Eagles totally took their foot off the gas at the end. But my God, did they just whoop the Washington team? I mean, it was just a, a domination. And I told everyone on every show I did, I said, don't even look at defense. Don't even look at defense. Just play the Eagles. Take your double-digit fantasy points and move on. And if you played the Eagles, you were very happy. So hopefully a lot of people listened. Hopefully everyone played the Eagles. I played the Eagles on pretty much every team, and I felt very good about it. Relax. Relax on the defensive talk because Bobby is ready. (laughs) Bobby, this is his uh, revenge game here today. He's ready to have the uh, – Great. I, was, I, was I will say everyone loves week. Bobby's defensive segment. Yeah. It's become so, a thing on the show. So, you know, yeah, we got to, we got to adapt Kirk. So I, I can't I wait to, start... no, that we are, we're there. So he's going to, he's going to crush it this week. It's all no, but I'm his... saying now I have to adapt and I have to give Step one your game up. Yeah, that I, I owns Bobby's five defenses. You know what I, I mean? Gotcha. Like Bobby, Bobby liked the Eagles. So I had to give him credit because he liked the Eagles, but he also liked a few other defenses. So I have to go all in on one just so I can own them with my my all-in play. And I have it. I have my my team this week. I'll be ready when it comes we're, to the – Yeah, we're not there yet. So, all right, all right. Week, week four, we got 12 games. Uh, we don't have a ton of action for high totals. We got one total over 50 points, and that is the marquee game of the Bills minus three points at the Ravens um, with a 51-point total. Great game. Uh, a lot of narrative behind each defense, like the narrative uh, the Bills secondary has been – you know, with uh, um, has been decimated, and you know that, but they played pretty good um, in, in their uh, in their game last week. Uh, defense, and then the Ravens' defense has just been in shambles, and they have not been playing well in the defensive. I mean, they let Mac Jones freaking light them up in passing. So, uh, and Lamar is just playing outstanding football, like just a whole different level. Like if he keeps this up, then man, he's going to run away with MVP. But um, so that's the marquee game. Other than that, we've got uh, two games with 47 and a half point totals. We got Seattle at the Lions, which is kind of funny because this, this is a, this is like a gross game, right? Like we got two, we got Jared Goff against uh, Geno Smith. We've got injuries to like the best skill players on the Lions with DeAndre Swift being out and Amon Ross St. Brown being out. So there's a lot of risk here, right? This game has like the potential to go off, but also has the potential to bust. Wouldn't you agree potentially? I would um, agree, yeah. Um, and then and then we've got uh, Cleveland minus one and a half points in the Dome in Atlanta, 47 and a half point total. 
Uh, Mariota's looking uh, revamped. Um, we'll get into that because uh, he's going to be popular at QB, but uh, I'm sure you guys will have some takes of that. Then below that, there's like two games over 45 point total, which is the Jags at the Eagles. The Jags are playing good, man. There's a lot, there's a lot of offensive weapons there. Um, their defense has been pretty good too against the run that they've been getting decimated versus the pass. Uh, Eagles have looked phenomenal on the offensive end and on the defensive end, but that that looks like a good game. And then there's Denver at the Raiders, 45 and a half. That doesn't really look so so good, but there I guess there'll be some plays there. Um, Denver coaching staff is just a bunch of donks, is apparently is what uh, uh, my take there. And then uh, man. I don't know. I can't stand watching Russell Wilson play anymore. I just, I just can't stomach it anymore. But um, there. So, what, what's the big slate overview, big picture uh, to you, Bobby? How, how is this slate looking to you? Yeah, it's looking good. Not a lot of high totals. I think some of the chalks really shaky. So, I think there's good GPP pivots that we can kind of attack uh, in terms of construction. So, yeah, looking forward to getting into the slate. JSU, what stands out to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the fact that we have a lot of running backs on this slate personally, where a lot of people are going to feel very comfortable with some of these guys. So it's going to be a different slate than last week where I feel like, um, everyone was more comfortable getting up to those stud wide receivers where, and there was a ton of them too, where this week the, the stud wide receiver pool is, is trimmed because of some of the teams that are off the main slate and, the running back pool is a lot, I think, bigger. And we got a lot of guys that are thrusted into uh, main role spots that are going to have high ownership. So you're going to have to figure out what you want to do with some of these guys because I don't think you can fade all of them. So you got to just figure out who the best of them are and, uh, you know, build accordingly. I would say, too, like to people who play David Montgomery – if you played David Montgomery last week, like it, it wasn't a bad play because he got injured. You just got injured, and that's football. Like Khalil Herbert ran. Dude, he was going to crush. He was yeah, absolutely yeah. going to smash. I mean, when Khalil Herbert's running for a hundred and like forty or fifty yards or whatever he had, like they were going to run all over that team. Like they were. I told you guys that offensive line was better. I mean, it just is. Like it's just the truth. So yeah, like, Montgomery was going to be a smash. There's no way. There's two sickening things in this world. I mean, one, he wasn't one, going to completely bust. Is my point. Like he might not have smashed. Oh no, he was going to smash. He was going to smash. I'm he, confident. He may have. Yeah, I, I'm just saying though. Maybe Herbert still steals like uh, some some points and stuff like that. My point is though, like that's just unfortunate. <laughs> like that's, that's what that's it football. is. The Lenny that's play football. was the bad play, and 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 I think we were kind of on this show. We were more like. Yeah, we were like play Monty and and Lenny. Lenny seems like the fade. That's how we were on the Lenny fade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, there's two sickening things in this world. Number one is the amount of short shaming that's going on now. Did you see Blender the other day on the on the uh, he short shamed uh, ship my money or something? I mean, it's just sickening. Sickening to see. I hate it. And then and, the football. And then football. I and then I got I got added into the conversation on Twitter. Yeah, I yeah me too. To someone me. Add, someone add, they, they had to add me oh, too. I didn't we see that. Like, they added huh. they at me. They at my guy Mangone. They they added us both and said we're in this conversation too. First of all. 
listen, some of those guys, they couldn't throw me. They couldn't literally throw me one foot like some of those guys. They're skinny. They're they're 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and, and skin and bone. Stop it. They can't. I mean, Bobby's a big dude. He could probably he could probably toss me, but like I think I'd be afraid to get in the ring with it's just I just wanted to let that out that it's sickening the amount of short shame that goes on in this today agree, in this, though, in this, in this era you. today in this day and age. And the other thing is Bobby's like gotta when, sit silent during this conversation, like he can't say anything because he's actually tall. Bobby's the like other tall, sick thing was like, like I finally had frame. finally had my Montgomery spot, and I was just gonna jam everything with him, and then he gets he gets injured, and then it looks like you know the, all the Montgomery was the fade. People think they're right when Herbert absolutely smashed. Lenny um, somehow was on some of the winners too, which was the annoying part. Like he you know what? Nobody nobody smashed but Herbert. Like basically, yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, did you guys see the lineup with the kid who had Montgomery and the Millie Maker? And I think he ended up fourth, but it was the best like Montgomery lineup in the Millie Maker, and he ended up fourth. And I'm like, oh my, this is sickening. Like. With a one, and he was four points back in the millie. Like oh. that's just that's just gross. And he tied with someone for four. They had a different team. It was like a completely different roster. You might you might say he came up just a little bit short. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, there you all go. Right. Segway. All right. all right, so here we go. So first thing I do is I look at the blitz most plays, which is crazy this week. It's the Jets in pit as the most plays like I wasn't expecting to see that in Derek Cardi's blitz. Maybe things are updating. I, I don't know. Maybe, but that's not their number one. Then the, the chargers at Houston and Jack's at Philly. So those are the most plays, at least from according to the blitz. But then I always uh, correlate with a, a Thorman snaps and pace article over on uh, establish the run. And he's got uh, up and pace games, Jack's uh, Jags at Eagles. So that's a, that game is a, uh, is is starred by each of them. And then he's got the Bills Ravens, which I would have expected. And then Seattle uh, and the, and the lions. So um, I don't know, maybe uh, it's a good week to, for some of these blitz contrarian games, but um, we'll, we'll talk about it, but let's, uh, let's start it out. We're going to go, we're going to start off with running back position um, with uh, then we're going to go over to QBs and then wide receivers. Like we do normally we close it out at tight ends, but we don't do that anymore because we got, defensive Bobby segment. Uh, so he's going to break down the defenses. JSU is ready, I guess, as, as you said, so he'll have some, some too. I'm still going to, going to stay out of that one this week, but maybe next week I'll, uh, I'll dip my toes into, into that, uh, that fight for defense, but okay. So running backs, there's, this is the, where the chalk is this week. So like quarterback, the thing interesting about the slate quarterback, we have like the three really high end plays, but they're priced very high, right? Like we got Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, all over 8K, 82, 83, and 8,400. So it's kind of tough to make good lineups with those guys. However, the value um, at running back is is apparent because we've got Jamal Williams with DeAndre Swift out against the the Seahawks in a in a game that people like to go off. Um, we've got Khalil Herbert, David Montgomery already ruled out again against the the giants who are uh um have you know been been gashed against the run here so um they're 28th in dvoa versus the run so we're going to talk about those plays you got another guy cheap guy that's kind of who's played really well but um you know hasn't broken any slates or anything but uh 
could be as weak this week is uh, Josh Jacobs. Tough matchup with Denver, it seems like. And then we got the high end guys. We got Saquon who's going to get a lot of ownership at AK against Chicago. And that's pretty much because what we've been saying, it's just this guy just gets all the snaps. Um, and uh, the, the, the Giants have nobody anymore at, at receiver, right? So you would think that they would pepper him with targets. They don't always do it. They're, I, I don't get it, but um, we'll, we'll see this week. Uh, Austin Eckler is in the mix. Jonathan Taylor is up there on the high end who should – this should be the week that he probably goes off against Tennessee. Um, and, you know, and then we've got a we've got a pretty stacked mid-range too with like Najee Harris who, you know, they'll be – I'm sure we'll have some interesting opinions there. You know, maybe some of us will disagree, but it's a matchup against the Jets and I would play head chopper against the Jets. So – Najee Harris, you're you're on you're on the squad this week. Uh, Javante Williams, um, James Conner. I mean, there's there's a ton of plays here. So, first of all, how are you guys handling um, Jamal and Herbert? Um, and then, uh, and what are your favorite plays? Start with you, JSU. Yeah, so I, I've got some some interesting takes on the Detroit side, but starting off with Herbert, I guess. I feel like he's a good play. I feel like um, the Cowboys who kind of stuffed it right down frigging the Giants throat and literally just said, we're going to pound the rock and you can't stop it. Like they just did it. They they did it. And I think the bears could do that. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. Uh, there's going to be some weather in this game too. I think rain, um, some wind, not like crazy. I don't think it's going to be like crazy win but like I, I don't know exactly what the rain's going to be but i know it's supposed to rain a little bit so the conditions on the field might not be the best but i think Khalif herbert is just a a good player i i have been talking up this o-line for chicago i think it's just better than what people thought coming into the year and i think people were kind of slow to see it at first and now they're catching up to it maybe a little bit i also think people think herbert's just good um, that's the other thing. So there's a little bit of both going on, but um, I got, I got no issues with him personally uh, as a DFS play and, and, and neither Jamal. My, my thing with Jamal more is I don't think he gets like 70 or 80% of the work. I think that it's more like a uh, 55, 60% for Jamal. And I think Craig Reynolds gets, the 40%-ish of the snaps. Now, I could be completely wrong here, but it feels like they really like this kid. He was getting snaps. Um, they uh, you, they talked him up at Hard Knocks. He, I've seen him get run. He's actually decent, too. He's actually – I saw him last year. He was pretty good. They like him. And Jamal's a veteran. He's a veteran that they value, too. They use him in goal line situations. You could tell they value him if you just watched Hard Knocks. Like, he is a legit leader of this team, even if he's not the most talented guy, which I'm not saying that by any means. I think as a team guy, he is very valued. So going up against Seattle, right, I don't think they're going to feel the need to push this older, well, like more tread on the tires type veteran running back who they value a, a huge amount of snaps. Now he'll play the valued snaps when they get down in the red zone, which of course we'll want, right? Cause it's against Seattle. Seattle's terrible. I, I said it last week. I'll keep saying it. I'm going to play people against Seattle. I'm just like, it's a rule. Like I, every week 
I'm going to play running backs. I'm going to play wide receivers because Seattle's just not good defensively. They're wait till you hear my defensive point. take this week. Oh, baby, I can't wait for it. If it's <laughs> Seattle, I'm literally going to fall off this chair. But it might anyways, be I think that Craig Reynolds is actually really sneaky for DFS. He's 4,700 on DraftKings, 5,100 on FanDuel. Now, if Detroit gets up in this game, I think it makes him even more comfortable about leading more carries to Jamal Williams. But I do think if you're fading Jamal, playing a leverage play like Craig Reynolds or playing the passing game, maybe stacking two wide receivers with Goff and fading the running game for the passing game, I think those are interesting ways to go. Now, I think Bobby might have a different way of leveraging if you're fading Jamal, but the, those are ways where you could get to a top of a Millie Maker format. So just try to think of ways to how you see that game going. If you're like me and you think that total didn't move, right? All those guys got ruled out and the total didn't move. Well, that's telling me the odds makers, the people think there's going to be points in this game. I agree. I think there's going to be points in this game. I don't think that just because Amon Ra and Swift go out, there's not going to be. So there's there's going to be scoring. Where's the scoring come from? That's just the way I look at it. And I'm going to either try and get leverage with the backup running back, who I think plays more and is actually good too in Millie Maker formats, or the passing game, which you can get two cheap pass catchers with Jared Goff very easily. Yeah, that's interesting. So I just want to throw a couple of points there. So I think Craig Reynolds is actually good. Um, he's he's not, you know, he's people are going to learn about him this week. You know, not everybody knows about him, but um, he, he's talented. But the thing that I love about Jamal Williams is that he's he was already seeing um, about ninety percent of the work inside the ten, right? Like so, in all the high value touches down there. That's he was where they already, use them. They won't yeah. stop using them there. And, so and not Reynolds only that, gets there, it's a big run, right, Kirk? Like or it's volume. Like yeah, he's not or getting some, there stealing or, goal line touches is the point. Or like you said, the point where they they blow him out and like they right. just they pull a you know put the brakes on Jamal and let him just eat up uh, a bunch of. A I'm bunch telling of you, there's no way they want Jamal playing like a massive amount of of snaps. But if this game's tight, I think that I think there is the ceiling for him to have a massive workload in this game. I mean, I'm not to play 60% of the snaps and still get a ceiling. He could easily have two touchdowns in this game. Like, yeah. And I mean, and he already, I mean, he was Green Bay's passing back. So it's not like he can't be used as like the passing back. I mean, he can do it all. And, um, you know, Seattle is also a great matchup, you know, and it's also in the dome. Right. So there's a lot, a lot of good things. And especially there's a lot of weather concerns, you know, because of the, the hurricane uh, heading up the, the East coast now all the way down. So there's a lot of rain potential in some of these games. Um, so I think there's a lot of positives there for him. Um, what do you think, Bobby? Yeah. So instead of Reynolds, I don't hate the Reynolds play. I think it's a good play for large field GBPs. I like Penny at 4,900. Detroit's run D's not great. I think it's a good pivot. I actually like Seattle D with it because you're getting so much congested ownership in this total with on a Jared Goff, like Jared Goff's pretty much at the helm of this Lions offense right now. So I think there's question marks there. You're going to get Hawkins and Chalk. You're going to get, what's his name? Josh Reynolds and Josh uh, Reynolds. 
Josh Reynolds has yeah. looked good. He's, so looked he's good. got the he's got the connection with with Goff already. So there's like that safety there. Yeah. No, definitely. I for me right now, I'm not planning on playing uh, Jamal Williams. I think I'd play Herbert. I like Herbert. I think he's a good running back. The issue for Herbert, I'm just like to play devil's advocate. The weather looks bad, like 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. This team, all they do is run the ball. So if the Giants want to stack the box, it could be um, a way to kind of, that Herbert doesn't get there. JSU kind of hit on it. The O-line is pretty good for the Bears. So right now I'm on Herbert, but my fade would be uh, Williams currently. Is Williams currently, and I like doing it with Penny. All right. What about these uh, these high end guys? What about like Saquon? one more thing? One more thing. Penny played sixty nine percent of the snaps last week. For Just this. to be clear, I'm on Penny too. I'm on. I'm on Penny too. I like Penny. I like yeah. the Penny call. I think he's a good play. Especially, I think he's a good play whether you play Jamal or not. Like, I think he's just a fine play at forty nine hundred. You know, like they're like the worst in the league versus the run. I'm pretty positive Detroit, right? Yeah, and again, if you see points from the Seattle side. Like Bobby's uh, Tyler Lockett's going to be chalk. Like Tyler friggin' Lock. Like like that's a way to get leverage on that. If you're not playing Tyler Lockett, like play Rashad Penny, play the run game. Um, I, I'm and with that, you 100. percent And why does everyone automatically assume like the big the big narrative right now is that like oh Geno Smith is passing a ton. You know those Seattle all you know they had Russ and all they did was run and now they're passing a ton with Geno Smith and he's actually passing it deep and uh, 44 passing attempts last week. Like Pete Carroll dreams about the games where in a good running rushing matchup where he can just pound his lead back right like this is just because it's been a couple of weeks with Geno Smith. I mean do we really believe that Geno Smith is going to open up this offense or do we think that Pete Carroll's going to go back to what he knows best and just jam Rashad Penny in what's a very great matchup. I bet on the latter pretty much. And Homer's out too, so you're taking another back out of there that could still use it from Penny. Penny's a really good play. I said it I said it last week too, and he saw less of stack boxes this past week, but Penny's still like top five or six and just like teams that are stacking the box on like 25% of his like touches. So he's facing stacked boxes. He's still like getting some production, but that's one of the issues is like whenever he's, when he's out there, I think teams just do it. Like, I, I think it's, it's that's what I'm worried about with her. They use the pass catching running backs when, when it's obvious passing downs and they, they don't with Penny really give him that opportunity as much. Um, so when is a team just going to fully stack the box on the Bears the entire game? You might see it from the Giants this week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, again, I, the I'm Giants were doing that to uh, but the Giants Zeke. still suck. Giants were doing it to Zeke, and they were still getting five yards a carry, five six yards a carry. Like, all right, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean they're twenty-eight in the DVO versus the run. Uh, New York Giants third in rushing yards allowed, second uh, worst yards per carry allowed and they and it seemed like they you know i don't know i mean it's obvious you're right game it's they're not passing with with uh with field so like it's, by the it's way an did, obvious situation did, i got a question for you guys did you guys think saquon looked good last week against dallas no uh just that big run really that's all he had right yeah. Le yeah, legit. It is the only thing you can think but, of because outside of that, the Dallas defense played him so well. That like, defense is good, though. 
I, it is. I'm just saying to you, like, Saquon's good, too. I, I think he's really good. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, he had a bad game. And what did he finish with, like, fantasy-wise? 22. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, it, yeah 20, it was 22. something like that, right, Kurt? Yeah, it was 22. He got four receptions. They don't – what I what drives me nuts is they don't just – screens are so easy with him. Just get him in space and just feed him the rock. It's like – I don't care if you do, like, a play-action run uh, – uh, pass with him you know what i mean and just i'm like, at least happy he's getting like four targets a game like i would like it to be five or six i'm with you like get him the ball as much as you can if like, he doesn't get six four like, is so high with the target share that he's getting if he doesn't get six in the game where they have no receivers left they have nobody he needs and, to get 20 touches a game and they're That's gonna stack i mean every team's gonna stack now i mean what what else are you afraid of for the, the giants but um I don't, know. I don't think it matters. They're still going to yeah. give them the rock. Yeah, they that's what no I'm saying. Receivers. Like it's when when they're stacking <laughs> the box and stuff in the run is when you just design some screens for them. It's like it shouldn't be this hard. Um, all right. Uh, so, you guys have any thoughts on Josh Jacobs? Because um, I know I've some people have been talking him up a little bit, and his ownership projection seems kind of high to me. Um, I hate I just can't play him at that ownership, yeah. right? Like. He needs I'm a winning shocked. game script too. Do you think that they're going to be winning? They they haven't been winning football games, so it's just like I he's fine at fifty. I like Damian Pierce again versus the Chargers at fifty six hundred. I think he's kind of interesting. I got um, my Pierce game. I'll come back. Chargers um, always it, been bad at stopping the run, though, right? They're not. Chargers they're, defense is is weak too now that they yeah. lost uh, Bosa and. Who was the other kid they lost? Not Slater, the tackle. I'm thinking of the other defensive guy. Their, their whole team's banged up. No, I'm going to find it out. I'm right Patterson's in that range too. I think I he, love Cordero Patterson, but yeah. uh, he's a little dinged up. But um, no, no, he was last week's play. We'll we'll come back to him too. <laughs> we can, we'll come back to those guys that pop for thirty. Cordero Patterson has popped for thirty. Hasn't he popped like twice for almost thirty? Yeah, twenty-five fantasy points in two of the three. I think he's good leverage off like Mariota stacks. Or you play him in Mariota stacks. Mariota stacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm playing Najee Harris, and I hate Najee Harris. Oh, full my God. I hate him. Full disclosure, I picked up his Elite Rainmaker card, so I'm going to have <laughs> I got to play this uh, guy. But no, this is against the Jets. I would play anybody against the Jets. Um, I've, and I, the concerning thing for me here is that his routes have been way down this season, you know, without, without big Ben. And I get it. That's a major concern, but I have a feeling this is the game where they just, it's all Najee, Najee, Najee. So, so I will tell you, I got a bet, uh, big T we, 20 points. He, he doesn't think Najee cracks 20. He's not on the Najee train. I'm on the Najee train this week. I think this is a perfect spot to get on Najee and he finally breaks through. He's had like 12, 13, 15 points this year. He's going to get get us that that over 20. He's going to get us 25 here. Uh, one of the other guys I did show us said 35. I was like, easy now. Okay, let's let's get 25. Okay, let's let's be happy. Let's not get too greedy here. If not he gets if he gets one touch, if he gets a touchdown, he's hitting 20 points this week against the Jets fantasy points. I, I think so too. I honestly, uh, I think I might hit him up. Team. I might have to hit up Big T for some giblets. Oh, oh, I don't take giblets from my friends. That's a yeah, rule. but uh, 
Um, we do it for fun. You know what I mean? We like to talk he, shit. But yeah, that sucks because he takes it from me. He'll take it from me. So that's oh, fun. loyalty! Look at that. Um, you hate no, to see so it. What I was gonna say though is, I do think there's points in that Jets game, and I think that's one of the few hot takes that I'll have that I don't think people will be on is. I think that there's going to be points scored in that game from both sides. I'm going to play some Jets. I'm going to play some some Steelers. I like some other Steelers. I think Najee's my favorite, but I like some other guys too. So I think that game's really interesting for for DFS, honestly. Yeah, that he's my boy. The funny thing is, is we're not. No one's going to mention Derrick Henry, right? Like he's 8300. I mean, I, I get it, but like he has, he's the type of back that could go off, you know. Um, what else is there down here? There was somebody else. Jonathan was... Taylor over Derrick Henry for every penny. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. But like for GB, <laughs> I, obviously I like JT first. But yeah. um, but at that ownership, I mean, Derrick Henry is appealing to me at that ownership. Is, J- um, is JT's ownership, though? It can't be too high, right? I don't he'll be the highest. Or no, he'll be, he'll be below Saquon. Um, but he's he's. I'm looking everywhere I've seen it's somewhere around 15%. It, there's too many good running backs in the mid tier. It, it's kind of tough to see Jonathan Taylor getting higher than 15%. And I can honestly see it at the end of the day where it's more like 10, just the way people are building and lineup construction. So the problem is, is we don't have those elite wide receivers on this slate, except for Stefan Diggs. We don't have those spend up receivers to kind of get some salary. So it's still going to like, people are still going to spend up for some of these running backs, but that's the thing. We don't have like the Cooper cups, the Justin Jefferson's on this slate where people can spend nine K plus on a, on a wide receiver. Oh, you know, we missed a back. I think it's pretty interesting. AJ Dillon at six K. I think they're going to be winning playing AJ. You're playing that game. I think you would play AJ Dillon. Yeah. AJ Dillon's they're they're gonna be killing the Patriots, dude. They, he's gonna be the lead back in that situation. Like okay, here's my take on that game. This this game is gonna have I mean, he's gonna get a lot of rushes, but this game is gonna play so slow. Like this is Brian Hoyer, who is just going to hand the ball to Ramondre and Damian over and over and over again. And I think they'll have some success. Um, but um and then I think on the other side, Green Bay is going to do the same thing because they're not they're not going to need to do much. So I just worry about total play volume in this game. And then you got the whole you got both backs too to worry about. So it's like I get, I get it. Saying. I get it. Bobby's no, I, not I, playing eight. The Bobby's not playing no one in this. I'll this play Adrian, nine and a half Adrian, total. Definitely. Oh God. I might even play Tony. No, no I, I got Tanya. one. So, so you said Stefan Diggs, right? And he led the, he led the bills in targets last week, but you know who he tied in the, in targets. What do we make of Devin Singletary in his 11 target game against uh, Miami? I could be and in. He, he looked be in on pretty Devin. damn good, but what was it? Just like it's, it's, it could be anybody on the Bills in any given week, or do you think that this is a? I mean, look at what Baltimore gave up last week to uh, the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots did whatever they wanted. Mac Jones threw for over 300 yards. I think it was like 321 yards before he got hurt. Um, Ramondre Stevens and Devin uh, Damian Harris had nice little games on the ground. 
the the Patriots really did whatever they wanted. I could see the Bills coming in and doing whatever the hell they want. Literally running the football, throwing it. I and and by the way, I don't think weather is affecting. I don't think 15 mile an hour winds or whatever it's going to be is affecting Josh Allen throwing the football. Like I just I don't I don't know if you guys put any stock on like the weather or anything when it comes to like stud quarterbacks. Dude, like I watched Allen. on Twitter. I watched some guy stand out in the middle of the hurricane and rip a bong hit. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no. He ripped a bong hit in the middle of the thing. So, like, well, that's did, it. I'm never worried about weather. He, de- okay, he debunked weather. He debunked the wind. And, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not worried about it. Uh, I'm in on Devin Singletary, though. I think he's uh, I think he's the guy they, they want and uh, Josh Allen prefers. And Yeah. And he, 11 targets. So it's like, I mean, certainly it could happen again. Um, all right. Anyone else we should, we should touch on? Uh, we hit on the majority, I think. I, Taylor is a great play. Austin Eckler, probably going to see a usage bump. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Houston. It's my Houston. issue is yeah, I just like Jonathan Taylor a little more. That's my, my issue. But I do, too. I feel like Eckler's kind of, I don't know, you're taking Keenan Allen out. They they might want to protect Herbert a little bit more, so they could lean on Eckler. Uh, but yeah, I do. Could. I would prefer Taylor also. I think that's a pretty good tournament game. Yeah, I do too. Um, all I right, feel like let's... he's going to be the sharp one that people like get on late. He never does it. He never. He, he never, never does. does yeah, he never does it. He got there. He got there in week eleven of last season against Pitt of all. all and he had like a monster game, and it's like everyone could never forget it. Um, yeah, he had a good season, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, all right, let's move it on over to quarterback. So, like I said, that we have the top guy, we got three of the strong, strongest quarterbacks in the league. We got Josh Allen leading the way at Baltimore. Baltimore has just been gashed, um, in, in the passing game. They let Mac Jones smoke them for, uh, they allowed, they allowed Joe Flacco over 300 yards of passing, right? Like that should tell you all you need to know. Um, so, uh, Allen has had, uh, greater than 30 fantasy points in each game so far. Um, Ravens had allowed the most passing yards so far. Um, Baltimore second, uh, most fantasy points allowed to the QB position. So, I mean, it's just an easy play here with Josh Allen, easy correlation play with, with Diggs. But like we said, there's like ways to get difference in this game. Obviously there's Gabe, Gabe Davis, there's, you know, you could play Devin Singletary by himself as kind of like a, you know, a leverage spot from there on, but he got 11 targets. So, yeah, I mean, you could play, that could be a cheap, cheap option with um, Josh Allen this week. Cause he, it's hard to, to make digs work with like getting a, a really strong overall lineup. Although we don't have to really pay much at tight end this week. I don't think um, unless we're going to Mark Andrews. But uh, other than that, Jalen Hurts has looked amazing. He's now the second uh, in MVP uh, odds on the season um, there against Jacksonville. He's had 12 plus carries per game, you know, so like not only has he been a, a phenomenal passer, um, he's actually been pro football Focus's highest rated passer this season, but uh, 12 plus carries a game. I mean, the, the ceiling is there. Jacksonville has um, been really good at stuffing the run, but they've been, a lot more susceptible to the passing. Uh, Devontae Smith has finally had a big game broke out, right? Like just show they have, they have legit weapons in Philadelphia now. So this is an offense that's humming. It makes a lot of sense. Um, other than that, the other guy 
is Lamar. And he's he's gonna be at least known. He's gonna be low owned this week. Uh, and and then this is this is crazy, right? Like he's coming off of a 48 fantasy point, follows it up with 43 against Belichick in New England, and now he's gonna be at least the projection, you know, a bunch of the other sites and rotor grinders and the blitz. Everybody seems to have them right around somewhere around 5% ownership. So what's your take on the high end guys to start? Yeah. So for me, obviously Allen and Lamar are very good plays. My one concern with Lamar is they're facing mankind. They're not, they're facing more zone with uh, the bills and um, these, the previous two teams, he's kind of went off on the outfit man coverage. My favorite tournament plays up there are probably Hurts and Herbert. Because I don't think Hurts is going to – what's Hurts? Oh, Hurts is getting ownership around 10%, but his pieces likely won't. Um, and then Herbert, I think he's a little bit more healthy than people realize. I do like stacking with Eckler. There's a nice play. DeAndre Carter down at 4K. You can kind of play sometimes in large field GBPs. Gerald Everett's there. I know Keenan's out, but um, I think – yeah, just I, I like Herbert a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Like, I don't the I don't even like I don't like paying down a QB uh, this week. So I think I'm probably sticking on at the higher end. JSU. Yeah, quarterback. I mean, I'm trying to keep this a little simple. I do think that Josh Allen's just overall the best play. If I should just pick one, I, you look at what Baltimore's defense is just, it's been getting destroyed every which way possible. And coming off the loss to Miami where Josh Allen, let's be honest, he lost the game. Should have won the game. Uh, Bills played scared at the end. I talked about this a little bit, but they tried to run the football three times in a row and they had the ball at like the two yard line or whatever it was. They got stuffed again and again because they wanted to bleed the clock. They didn't want them to get the ball back. They wanted the time to roll. They got cute. And then Josh Allen misses the wide open receiver on fourth and two for the touchdown. Uh, I, nothing's telling me though, that if you just played it normal and gave Josh Allen four chances to get that ball into the end zone, he doesn't score on one of those four chances. Like he would have scored. They probably would have won. And that would have been that, but the bills didn't. So Josh Allen's coming back. He's going to be the spend up. I think we all want. Um, I got no issue with Lamar. If you want to play Lamar, I just have Josh Allen a little ahead of everyone at the top. And then Mariota to me looks like a very easy value play. Um, we're still waiting on Miles Garrett news too, so that's something to monitor with Cleveland because I think that's that's big news for the Cleveland defense. If he were to be out, um, that's that's huge for someone like Mariota and and that offense because um, I do think we see points in that game, and um, he looks like a very clear value play. My off the board quarterbacks. I'm trying trying to keep my quarterback pool small. And I'm not even a fan of this guy either, which is going to be weird because I'm I'm probably going to – this will probably be the only time I ever play him in DFS. But I do think there's points in this game. I think it's a sneaky game stack. And in, in, only in Millie Maker formats, I will play – Don't say Mitchell Trubisky. Zach Wilson at 5,200. Everyone's going to think Geno Smith is like the 
because he did it last week. He's like the the sneaky spend down um, in that game because that's the game that people want to stack. So they play Geno. I think Zach Wilson's kind of interesting. You've got Tyler Conklin at tight end. Uh, Corey Davis, who before the injury and stuff, he liked Corey Davis a ton. Um, they had good chemistry, it seemed. Uh, Elijah Moore's cheap. Brees Hall is starting to look like he's the the back you might want in New York. And then I think there's clear run backs on the Pittsburgh side. Najee, if you want to spend up for Deontay, you can. He's only 6K. But I think George Pickens is another sneaky play. He's 3,800. He's playing 75-plus percent of the snaps, and he looks like a stud. Like, he just looks like he's going to break out one of these games and have a monster game. And why not against the friggin' Jets? And they're going to have all the attention on Deontay and Najee. It smells like George Pickens or one of these receivers could have a big game, but I, I do think George Pickens is really sneaky. So that would be my my sneaky take um, on this I- quarterback side i guess i i love it and you didn't mention the wilson to wilson connection yeah zach to I, Garrett. I said receivers my bad i yeah it's a, i should have said the wilson to wilson. but but Pil, uh pit uh 27th dvoa versus the pass um you know I, so I, I i think you just do Najee, or you do you could do deontay john with tj watt out that defense is going to struggle uh, all year until like it's just it's going to struggle i, I, like I hate call. zach wilson though I literally hate Zach Wilson, so this pains me to say it because I, I mean, he's, he's dare I say he's a little short. Ah, oh, you had to go there. I is he? Is, what, I want to see his height. I want to see. Pretty what sure is he? he is kind of short for yeah. a quarterback, right? I don't I think, think he's, he's that short. Wrong. Like six two, six Zach Wilson. Oh, he's six he, two. Six two. All right, so he's actually six one. I always he say play, he plays much short. Yeah, yeah. He, he, his, his, <laughs> his, his, his Tinder profile says 6'2". Ah, okay. Um, all right. Uh, I like that, though. I like that game, too. Um, and, and no one's going to just – they're just not going to end up going there. I'm telling you, Najee – I'm so happy that you're on the Najee, Najee play because that makes me I'm feel on a lot it. better. Um, I'm on it. It's all right. So Bobby likes some of these, or do you say you didn't like any of these? Uh, so Mariota is again for tournaments. Like I, I think you can consider Mariota in cash. I I get why people are going to play him. Like I like Drake London a ton. Uh, Kyle Pitts. I like Drake too. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of want to spend up a quarterback this week. I do like the Wilson call though. I think that's very sharp. Very well, he, he leads the league in Q in QB red zone carries. So like over like Josh Allen and stuff like that. So like he is a threat on the ground. Um, they, he's also been deep passing, which he's never done in the you know past. He there, he's third in air yards per attempt this season. These are this, some of the things that people are saying out there. Uh, Cleveland is 21st in DVOA versus passing. So it does make sense. It's also in the dome. In the dome. Right? Yeah. Clean game environment. Um, at home, you know, uh, and he can always break a, a big runoff too. So I get it. Geno Smith. I just can't see Geno Smith. I just can't. I, I can't I, play Geno. I, Geno's just a added Tyler Lockett just seems like bad chalk. Um, then there's Derek Carr. There's Jared Goff. There's no one's, no one's talking about Justin Herbert. I don't think, um, because they're, everyone's scared of the, uh, the rib, but, uh, 
I mean, he had 45 passing attempts. He didn't have a good game against Jacksonville, but certainly could have a better game against Houston, wouldn't you think? Plus, I, like, uh, I like Herbert a bunch. Plus, it's easy. There's easy stack pieces. Mike Williams with Keenan Allen out. Um, there's also – you could play him with Eckler as well. Um, you know, you don't have to, but you could. Uh, you could play Gerald Everett, you know, in a week where we're kind of struggling for tight ends, right? Like, that could be a, a kind of a nice tournament play. I think um, Carter is also in the 4K range. I, I, for some reason, I'm stuck on DeAndre Carter. I just want to play him in large field stuff. Play I'm Joshua like Palmer. In Palmer, yeah, Palmer. Six. Palmer would be the guy. I think. I, yeah. Granted, I, I I've got Rainmaker exposure. Um, yeah, there's a right. bunch of I like Herbert's options to stack with definitely. Let's keep it. Let's keep it small at player pool, right? Like, yeah. Like we don't, I don't want to, I don't want to play Russ. I don't want to play Kyle or Carolina defense has looked pretty good. I don't want to, I'm done. I, I tried to galaxy brain Daniel Jones the other week. I'm done with that experiment. Um, Yeah. So I think we keep it kind of tight. So anyone else you guys want to mention or are we moving on over? Move on over. All right. Wide receiver. Um, The, you know that we don't have all the high end. We don't have Justin Jefferson. We don't have Amon Ross St. Brown because he's out injured. We do have Stefan Diggs, who is an absolute beast, right? Uh, had a bad game with 11 targets, 74 yards. That's probably his floor, right? Like of, of all games, um, you know, has had, did have a 40, just about a 48 fantasy point game against Tennessee, uh, almost hit 30 against the Rams. Um, so certainly, you know, Josh Allen's number one weapon. This is the game that has the highest total. There's a lot to like. Uh, the other guy we have at the higher end that's not going to get as much love would be Devontae Adams coming off of a, a poor game, poor two games, actually, right? Like started off hot as can be at 33 fantasy points in the opener with against the Chargers, then has pretty much a dud against Arizona and somewhat of a dud against Tennessee. You know, I mean, it, it is a dud against Tennessee when you see what, what Stephon Diggs did to Tennessee and then, and then followed up with what Adams did. Um, but we have like then there's that Tyler Lockett chalk who we're gonna get into. Uh, I don't like it. Um, I'm I'm with you, Bobby. Uh, there's Deontay Johnson who's just you know it's a number one wide receiver against the Jets. Um, I I like Najee personally, and I'll probably go there. But I you know Deontay could get peppered, and obviously his upside. There's Drake London, AJ Brown, uh, a guy. I'm just gonna throw the last one guy out there that I really like. Before we talk about uh, our boy, our, our we all liked this play. We all liked Mac Hollins last week. Um, I'm sure we didn't expect him to go for 33 uh, fantasy points, and he was the was he the number one wide receiver last week? I think so. Uh, he yeah. wasn't he one. Was. He was like two yeah. or three. He but he like he it was a low scoring slate. It was like everyone busted, yeah. and then Mac Hollins nukes, um, and then. Uh, um, I like Amari Cooper against Atlanta. It's kind of tough to run on Atlanta, but you can certainly pass on them. Um, he's, you know, coming off of two good games now. And it's like, they're like two quietly good games, right? Like it doesn't seem like Amari Cooper is like a sexy play this week, but he's cheap. He's 6,300, 226 point, he had 26 and a 28 fantasy point game, uh, big game after big game. And uh, I like this game this week as well. So, and it's in the dome. So like, this just seems like a good spot. Um, but uh, what are you thinking, uh, JSU? Yeah, so first off, I, I have no – like Stefan Diggs to me just seems like 
so safe and he's got a massive ceiling. So I got no issues with spending up. I also do like that the spend up wide receivers failed last week, which hopefully will keep the ownership of those type of builds down this week. And uh, maybe that's where we go right back to on, on some of our builds is spending up. The, the problem is the the pool shrunk of the spend up wide receivers. So you only have like five or six of them. Um, and they're not like super expensive like we saw last week. So it, it, it's a little different, but I still think it's viable. Uh, so Stefan Diggs has to be the number one, but I love AJ Brown. I think this is an AJ Brown week. Everyone saw Devonta Smith last week. If you, if you're just going to jump on Devonta Smith after not playing him last week, you're just doing it wrong. I think you're just trying to ride the train that already took off and you're trying to like catch up to it. Don't do that in DFS. That's a terrible way of thinking. Um, and that's how most people get burned. Like if you didn't play AJ Brown or Devonta Smith, then I think it's fine. Just pick your favorite one. But if you were on AJ Brown last week, like I know some were go right back to him. I think he's going to absolutely destroy this team. I think he's going to have a monster game. I, I love him this week. He's, he's going to be one of my highest owned receivers for sure. And then like you guys said, I'm, I'm in on both Drake London and Cooper. I think they're a nice like uh, secondary stack too. Even if you don't play Mariota, um, you could still play those two guys and get a piece of that game within your build. Um, so I do like that. that I just I think Amari Cooper might be like the best route runner in football that no one even thinks about. Like he's just what so about, good at running routes. Just Cordero and Cooper. See I'm not, Cooper. I'm not good. I'm not jumping back on the the Patterson. You're done. You're, you're cashing in. You're, you're cashing I, the ticket. I cashed in in week one and week three. I'm 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 cashing out and I'll come back maybe uh maybe next week. Well maybe we'll see him next week maybe. So it's like playing know. baccarat. It's uh, yeah. You just follow, follow the pattern. Um, That's it. All right, but I, I do like that. I mean, so uh, if Drake London is the play, I mean, I do like the the secondary stack of like you know filling up, you know, having your other main game stack and then just doing one piece of of each side of that game. I mean, that makes a ton of sense with uh, Amari Cooper and Drake London. Or if you want to get fancy, and maybe this is the week that Kyle Pitts finally does something. I I don't know. Is is it possible? God, waiting on him is killer. Like it is absolutely killer. I thought it was going to be last week. He should have had way more than what he ended with. Like they, they and he had a pretty good game. I mean, thirteen fantasy points looks like a like a fifty for him. You know? No, but like, there was some missed opportunity for some plays that he could have uh, almost had. That would have yeah, been eight targets, eighty-seven there. yards. I think that's a pretty damn good sign. No, it is. And they forced him the ball early. I don't know if you watched the game, but like early, he got like four or five of those targets. I think. Yep. Um, all right. What, what do you got, Bobby? I'm with him on A.J. Brown. I have a lot of A.J. Brown. Digs the clear and obvious, like, best receiver play, but A.J. Brown's the pivot for me. Uh, Christian Kirk, I think, is an interesting run back in that game. I think both teams are going to pass quite a bit. Uh, so definitely like that game stack. Um, yeah. CD Lamb, like I, I feel like he's gonna get lost in translation. Like I feel like he can play CD again. Like they don't really have any other pass catchers. 
uh, Brandon Cooks. I know people people actually played Brandon Cooks last week. I, I could not play him in that weather. I think he's in a good spot here, a good run back in the Chargers game. He's right in that locket range. Uh, Curtis Samuel's just been getting peppered. I'm not going to play Curtis Samuel. He's up to 5,700, but he's getting a lot of targets for PPR. It works, right? Uh, JSU hit on all the Jets receivers, Garrett Wilson, Elijah. The chalky receivers like Josh Reynolds, Matt Collins, Richie James are going to be extremely chalky. They're all in that 4K range. I think an interesting pivot there is Duvernay. Uh, where is Duvernay? Did Duvernay move up in terms of his – he might have moved up a little bit. He's like 4,100, I think, He's like right? 4,100. Yeah, he's in that high total game that everyone wants to play. I think he leads the league currently in touchdowns from the wide He's he's position. good. He's always he's been, very he's good. He's been like a he's always been their like special team star. It's like he he's talented. He's good. And I think he kind of fits what the like he the, like Bateman is gonna struggle. I feel more in this game just because of how they play their coverage. And I think Duvernay kind of will be able to run his routes and get open on zone. So that's why I kind of like Duvernay a little bit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't know, no, nothing really. I guess Cortland Sutton's kind of the. I, I I feel like he's in play also, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the at the wide receiver wide receiver position for me. Um, you know, we didn't talk about Christian Kirk. We did. Bobby brought him up. Thanks for okay. listening, Kirk. Sorry, I was reading. Kirk, you're so, yeah. How'd you miss that? Supposed to be leading the ship, Kirk. I mean, come on, man. Look, I, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm so up. tired. I am so tired. No, All I, right, I, I hear you, man. I'm exhausted too. So, I, I, again, I do think, though, that like if you're not paying up, like some of these guys in the mid tier, like, Khalif Raymond's going to be an, an obvious play, right? He's going to be cheap that people look to for salary savings, right? I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Richie James because they're out pretty much every wide receiver possible. Oh, good. So you're saying Khalif Raymond's going to be lower owned? Yeah, he's going to be. Yeah, he'll be the lowest owned out of the out of like Matt Collins, uh, Richie James. I like and, Matt Collins and, again. I like Josh. Well, I'm, I'm fine with going back to Matt Collins. I'm just he, saying he played if 97%. He's going to play the, the St. Brown role, which I think he does on a lot of the. It's just the role Jared Goff likes. Like I, St. Brown is good. I'm not saying it's, but it, it's a role that he likes, and I think if he's stepping into it, he's someone that people should look to. At I think he's going to pepper Josh Reynolds. I like Josh Reynolds too. I'm fine. Those are the two guys I like, so I'm good with it. I like it. Um, all right. And uh, any other? Keep keep it nice and tight this week. I'm yeah. keeping it pretty tight this week. So, yeah. I, I will say I also think it's a three running back week. Yeah, that mid-range is pretty good. But the mid-range is pretty good in wide receiver too. No. Wait, I, you, you said it was paying up at, paying up at a wide receiver was differentiated this week. You like three running backs now in tournaments? No, I'm saying that I, I agree with you that three, like paying up for wide receiver will be different because it just busted. I'm saying yeah, yeah. Though, that three running back construction is going to be my favorite, like preferred, like optimal build. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still agree like, though that the paying up for receiver build, I could pay, I could pay down for three running backs, Bobby, and yeah, still make. Right. I'm thinking the same thing. So. And still make the the stud receiver build work. So I'm not saying I I wouldn't build that type of build with. You're just thinking about your Jets build and you can get Taylor and. That's, that's 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 the really maker build, Bob. We're trying not to, yeah. to give away the whole damn tackles. thing on the show. Yeah, I already gave away three fourths of the team. I can't wait to play it. I might just max I, it once I give my my defensive take. That'll be another. Uh, that'll be another team I give away. So it's going to be the wrong defense if it's not the Seahawks. Oh God! Oh God! No! No! Don't play the Seahawks. I'm on the Seahawks. I'm trying to help you out. 2,300. When they get you negative one, let me know. All right, tight end. It's, uh, we don't, well, we've got one high end strong play, Mark Andrews, but Buffalo always has been very good against tight ends. But does that matter when it's, when it's Lamar's number one weapon, two massive games in a row? Um, I mean, it's such an easy pairing with Lamar, uh, at least for tournaments. TJ Hawkinson is going to be chalk, but the opportunity is there for him. You know, the talent has always been there for him. Um, just hasn't had the opportunity, but you know, without Amon Ross St. Brown, it just makes a lot of sense. Also without, uh, Swift. So are we really playing TJ Hawkinson chalk in tournaments? I don't care. I'm back on Bobby's side now. I, no, I don't really not, care. With yeah. the defensive take, I know you're just breaking down the, the, the correct play. Like he's he's the correct play. He's going to be the cash game tight end. But I don't really know if I'll play him or not. But I like the thing is, is I don't like anybody really. Um, I mean, I guess Goddard, um, Robert Tanyan, Kyle Pitts. I mean, what it's 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 kind of gross. Darren Waller maybe kind of sticks out to me. Um, Waller, I think Foster Moreau's out. So Waller he is. Yeah, Foster Moreau's out, so I think Waller's a good really – not like it really matters a ton. I think Waller's a good play anyway. He's going to be like 5% owned. I like Goddard yeah. a bunch. If he can catch a friggin' ball, he'd be great. How many touchdowns has he dropped this year? Like, seriously, I remember two in the first game. How many touchdowns has this dude dropped? Who, Waller? Yeah, or missed. Like, how many times I, have I don't usually him? play him, so – yeah, he's he's been rough this year. Goddard, I, I was extremely exhausted last night, and I wrote, I was like, he's the highest floor slash ceiling combo on the slate for ten. Yeah, I mean, I just read I read Bobby's Bobby's uh, lineup HQ blurb, and it just told me to play him because he has the highest highest floor and ceiling. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was too happy about that. Over over Andrews. Over, over Mark Andrews. I just went in his range, like Friermuth's in the in that range. Everyone's gonna play Friermuth. I was just up all night, and it was the first thing I see in the morning. But uh, yeah, everyone's gonna be, Goddard's gonna be pretty low on, so fits the hurt. He, he so he screwed. I had a great build last week, and with uh, Devonte Hurts and Goddard, and then Goddard got hurt right away, and it also had Dalvin, and he got hurt. It was like it had so much potential, and it was just. What could have been? What could have been? Um, yeah, I don't really care about tight end. I don't know. Those are like every guy I named is like the guys that I'm considering. I'm not really like stretching much farther. Um, I don't know unless you guys give me a play that like someone. Tanyan, maybe like. Bellinger. 
you could play Bellinger. I just I don't know if that's the I'm worried about like the weather there. And Cole Komet, thirty two hundred. You guys don't like Tanyan, really? I mean, the the problem with Cole Komet is is the target ceiling is literally thirteen if he got every <laughs> every single target from Justin Fields. So I think if we're looking at cheap dudes not named TJ Hawkinson, Njoku and Tyler Conklin are two of the better tight ends. What about Logan Thomas? He's okay. Yeah, I don't mind him. I don't know. No Tanyan attached to Rodgers. I I don't want to play that game, Bobby. Like I I'll let you play. If I think if anyone's in playing that game, it's like Stevenson. Oh, it's Dylan. Dylan's the best player. Oh, God. Don't play. Stay away. I'll play Tanyan. I'd play Tanyan because he's cheap. You know, it just takes one. Fine. Play him. That's actually better. Play the cheap dude. Don't play anyone else. Pats have been getting killed by tight ends. Pats have been getting killed by a lot of It's easy. I mean, when when you don't pay your players, I think the problem with tight end is maybe we should just be spending up for Andrews and, and not talking about I it. I mean, like, it's going to be like so obvious, right? So like, it's like okay, we've got cheap running backs. There's no weather concerns in that game. I'm here. Let me pull up the right. I know we already talked about Allen and the wind. We don't, we're not 20 miles per hour wind, stronger court. gusts, chance for rain. But tight ends are, are usually fine because the. And so it's who are more, we it's more like the deep. It's more Bobby. like the deep. It's more like the deep balls. I don't know. It seems like every game's gonna have bad weather. You know what? I have been betting unders my whole life on rain, and like wind and snow, and I lose every single <laughs> time I do that. <laughs> All right, we're betting the over, baby. We're doing right, it. Yeah, yeah let's. When they say we go over, that's how we do it. That's it. I like um, it. No twenty mile an hour winds messing with Josh Allen's throws. I that dude's got a strong arm. He'll be fine. All right. Dun, 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 dun. We are at our favorite moment of the show, our favorite segment, the Bobby Gomes defensive. I'm going to either be like a genius with this call or just an absolute idiot. But keep keep introing me, Kirk. I like where that was going. I don't I mean, no, it's done. Oh, it's AKA good. Bobby Best Ball, AKA Bobby Rainmaker. Seahawks deep, 2.3K. You going up against all the chalk? I don't know. I feel like it's a good GPP defense. Jesse, okay. give me your D. That's, that's what you worked that's on it. all. That's, that's we, we. That's we. We worked on all week. <laughs> well, I could say like, I don't know. Arizona is going to be popular. The two, the two defenses in the Herbert and Saquon game will be popular. I don't know. Defense is kind of. Spread this out this is, week. I feel this like. is crazy. I, my defense isn't even going to be popular. The Packers. Do you like the pack? You're going to play the Packers. No, I don't like the play. Packers. Get out! I'm not paying forty one hundred. Let for me the guess. Packers. Oh, let me guess. Washington. Gross. No. Damn. But Damn. you got the right game because it's the Dallas Cowboys. I'm coming back after you, Andrew, and I'm coming back <laughs> after you, Washington Commanders. Or whatever their damn name is, the football team. Yeah, the Cowboys are in the on Cowboys you. Are... Two weeks in a row. Mika Parsons, just take your three plus, four plus sacks that the Cowboys are going to get. Carson Wentz is going to go blackout for two two quarters at least. Mika Parsons is going <laughs> to run through half the offensive line. Demarcus Lawrence is going to own people one-on-one again like he's done this year. 
it's just uh, so good. And then Diggs is going to sit on and, and probably catch one interception and take it to the house. Like Carson Wentz against the team in Dallas, who's just hunting for turnovers and, and just destroying offensive lines right now and mauling them. Yeah, this is not a good spot for Mr. Wentz. So give me the Cowboys. What do I get on this bet? I'm still taking the seat. I, I think the, you're the, not the, taking the Seahawks over tonight. the Cowboys. Bob. What can I get? get what can I get here. for odds for seat? Like oh God, seat. with every uh, you don't need odds. Have some, have some cojones. Have some conviction in your. There's no. He, it's a three-five defense versus a two-three yeah, defense. No, they have to get. Bob. I'm plus they, money. What are they on Fanduel? What are they on Fanduel? Can you find a defense near the Cowboys? Come on, find a defense near the Cowboys. No, the Cowboys are the best defense. You sold me, but I'm just saying, like. Well, the ownership's not saying that. There's literally 10 defenses projected higher than them. I like the Cowboys. The Steelers would be like the offshoot. I think they're going to be chalky, though. JSU versus Andrew. I can't wait till next week it becomes the head-to-head challenge. <laughs> the head-to-head challenge. Andrew's going to be back in the comment section, not happy. He's going to be very unhappy. He's, he's, he's going to be upset, dude. Done. He's, gonna, he's right. not going to be happy. All right, are we good? My Oh, we got to do our favorite stacks for a large field uh, single entry GPP or three, three, uh, three entry. I got a crime baby, so I'm trying to hurry this up. But... Uh, <laughs> Go, Kirk. Give it. Uh, give. I'll go last. JSU, uh, start it off. All right. Well, I already talked about this team, so I might as well give it for the uh, the low-owned segment, but the New York Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even if you don't want to play quarterbacks, you can still easily stack up this game in the midst of a, of a lineup construction build, like with a single stack with a quarterback. You can play like the running backs with like two pass catchers, like do, do something like that. But I do think points are in this game. I think the game's lower owned. Uh, I just, I, I like this game. So uh, I'll say this game is the, the low owned game stack for the people. Bobby. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, it's tough between the Chargers and the Eagles. But I'm going to go the Eagles like Hertz, like AJ Brown, like Christian Kirk, like that game stack. Uh, I mean, I'm basically lying if I say I like anyone. You know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say take the other side of the of the of the Eagles game and go Trevor Lawrence and match I think that's that good all. match that up with Christian Kirk and bring it back with uh, either AJ or Devonte. Uh, you guys like AJ a little more. I probably like him a little more too. So I think that would be the way to play it. And then layer that in with the uh, the uh, the uh, Amari Cooper. And you're, uh, I'll say Kyle Pitts. You have Kirk's for, tournament team. I'll say Kyle, Kyle Pitts there for the instead because we don't like anyone at tight end, right? So why not? Like if we're if we're gonna go, if we're gonna get five points, and everyone else is gonna get five points. It may not yeah. even matter, but uh, at least at least he could go off. Um, all right, I think that's a wrap. Andrew, good luck with uh, with uh, Washington against the Cowboys. Should be a fun one. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, JSU, for joining us. Everyone, check out Rum Pure Sports. Uh, check out Roto Grinders if you aren't in it all. Um, check out Bobby and my uh, Grinders Live show Sunday morning uh, for our final thoughts for NFL uh, heading into the slate. Uh, JSU, anything else to add? Yeah, no. If you, you like my content, head on over Rum Pure Sports. I do an up to lock show 
Uh, Sunday morning, 1130 Eastern time, I get on with my guy Holden and Dunkel, and uh, we'll take you all the way up to lock, answer all the questions you guys got, talk about, you know, any final news that drops or just kind of strategy or whatever, but take everyone's questions and 2v2s, whatever it is, we, we answer them. And, uh, yeah, we have a fun time. And I, I got my full player pool up. If you're into MME or whatever, you want to check out, like, who I'm on, every position laid out, and then my favorite games to target, cheap, uh, you know, Millie dart throws, like cheap dudes who you can take shots on in Millie maker formats. And then I got my core plays all set up on my uh, player pool page on the site. So uh, come a member, check it out over at run sports. All right. Uh, 30 seconds less next week. Okay. When we do that. <laughs> no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a minute over now that you said it. I'm going to go on <laughs> like everyone else and what they do too. Um, I mean, don't forget the uh, Mike Davis. UFC winner. Oh, uh, thank tomorrow. you. I like that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Are you picking Hammer. up to New Hampshire? Hammer. If yeah, you want to take that guy. It's a boring. It's a. It's a boring drive. Yeah. Why not? Grab a. Grab a coffee and hit the road. <laughs> what time? Yeah. I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up. Uh, this right. has been the RG uh, tournament. RG collaboration with Run Pure Sports Tournament Takes Podcast Week Four Edition, and we will catch you next week.